This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. As we return to Kelly and Ramya with Grant Hardy and Kelly McDonald hosting today, I'm reflecting on our previous conversation with Nathan Sartori from TO Live about an accessible theater performance. And I would imagine for you, Kelly, I know you're a huge theater fan and it must have been just so frustrating throughout your life to sort of either try and get someone to whisper in your ear or not really have a clue what's going on. Uh, and now we are just thriving with these amazing new accessibility services and i imagine especially for someone like you you must be all over this well yeah i mean i love what these guys are able to do um and we're talking some top notch shows there's a lot of shows on the community level that i know don't have the budgets don't have the means grant money isn't out there as someone's putting a show together necessarily or the first thing a a small troupe thinks of i've been at many fringe festival shows where i would have loved to go and check out the dance show Check out the the magic show. Check it and scratch right off my list because I, as I said earlier, Forbidden Fruit can't take that in in the same way. Circus stuff I've been told about. I've heard the descriptions from people. You know, at that show, they were doing this. Sort of like what Nathan said, uh, uh, you know, in describing that picture to us, that shot we had up on the screen of the three people standing. Those things I've heard about. So I have the concept of when someone says dance and circus, what it means. But... Of course, first ever hearing it, like, what, they're going to bring some lion out there in the middle of the dance? He's going <laughs> to eat the whole crowd or what? What's going to go on? It had no concept as to what it was until I heard. And when you think of the opportunity to see something like this, oh, Grant, it's beautiful. So uh, Fedora's off to those guys because it's, it's really, um, really wonderful and so challenging, I would imagine, just to do dance, let alone some of the stunts and knowing what you're going to leave in, what you're not. Oh, uh, notice I said... Fedora's off, Grant. Uh, On our monthly hobbies and collections segment, we explore the things that people are collecting and the stories and sentiments behind those collections. Let's get to know somebody who's recently found an affinity for hats. We welcome back to the program, Jeffrey Rainey. Jeff, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm great. How are you two gentlemen? Excellent. Thank you. And I I love this year. Did you always wear hats? I always did, but they were always utilitarian for me, or I guess utility for me. Just, you know, like any other piece of clothing, it was something you wore seasonally. You know, you wore a toque in the winter to keep your ears warm. You wore the cap right. in the summer or, you know, or, or a sun hat in the summer to keep your head warm, but I never to keep your sun off your face, but I never really uh, gave it much thought after than that. I guess growing up, uh, any kind of hat that stuck out to me was something with memorabilia. Like, as an example, as a kid, I really enjoyed listening to uh, a DJ named Don Daynard, who hosted an oldie show. And every mm-hmm. Christmas, a uh, their station uh, here in Toronto, CHFI, had their mm. city hall celebration, and we would go there. And I got a hat from them, and so I proudly wore that toque across the playground. Or, you know, a friend of ours gave us a Pink Floyd baseball cap, and that was really cool because they're my favorite band. But... Aside from that, I never really gave them much thought. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's, Don Daner makes me smile because I always think when I hear his name, is that right? Because he had a commercial that ran to promote that mixed up his name. That he he got so it was to be him jumping on air, and when he starts off, he calls himself Don Daynard or something like that, and it it, it sticks where I, I hear his name now, and I stop and say, hold on, is that right? Um, I've always loved that aspect as 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 we always you mentioned the old sun hats. I used to have the old beach hat like uh, some people would remember from Gilligan's Island. I enjoyed wearing those kinds of things for, again, much the same reason, cover up a little bit for to protect from sun, if that was the case, or just to have, you know, plop something on my head for wh whatever reason. So uh, I totally hear you. And that's really, really interesting when you think about that kind of thing. Um, you know, especially going back that far. So, Grant, do you, do you do you wear hats? I don't, but I was just thinking about this. I've been told that I should wear hats for pretty much my own li my whole life, not just for uh, you know that stereotypical sort of safety aspect, because but because I'm incredibly sensitive to the sun, I have a tendency to stare towards the sun too, unfortunately. And wearing a hat would be super useful for kind of protecting my skin and maybe looking stylish too. But I feel like this is something that you guys, like you two, really have in common because you both wear hats and you're kind of bonding over your hat collection, which is really really kind of cool like i feel like i need to i want to join the club now <laughs> uh what 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 kind of hats are you into lately and uh how did you get started in terms of this interest well how i got started was <clears throat> it's funny kelly mentioned the uh kind of picked up on the sun hat aspect i always too loved wearing a bucket hat during the summer i love the way the brim felt you know, I love the cotton cotton brim around my ears, the, the, the sort of fabric crown on top. It was very flat and nice. And it kind of silhouetted my face kind of nicely. So during the summer, that was fun to wear. And then uh, once I hit uh, in my teen years, that kind of became out of style. And everyone sort of turned towards more baseball caps. And I mm -hmm. that kind of confused me a little bit because I never understood why. I never understood how something so kind of uh, basic and, you know, for utility and practicality was now considered like kind of you know, kidsy or, or, or for, for, for children or just kind mm -hmm. of uncool is the word. And so I, I went ahead with it and kind of forgot all about it until sometime afterwards when I was, you know, long past my schooling years, at least my high school years, I found that, you know, that little bucket hat in the cupboard somewhere and that kind of reinvigorated that curiosity. And I always kind of thought, why? What was that about? And uh, so I started looking into that and realized that really kind of style is uh, is a subjective thing. It goes, mm -hmm. it kind of is, is, goes through phases and kind of got the bug for it. So I just kind of bit what I kind of got one that would fit my grown-up head which is this one right here and uh, that I particular really head to... oh that particular hat i think it meant that head yeah yeah okay i figured that was the grown-up head um <laughs> the grown-up yeah. head yeah <laughs> people kind of get confused awesome. sometimes no exactly um, did you feel funny though going back to wearing that sort of since you know no. you had it from kid years no it was kind of it was something that i always enjoyed so it kind of was like yeah. a nostalgia thing <clears throat> but then all of a sudden here i am wearing it like on a beach setting during the summer around people who never knew me back then and I'm getting compliments on it. Like, wow, you look Ooh. good in a bucket hat. 
I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, so, and that kind of sort of, I guess brought me to wonder, well, what else is there? What else is there for fun during the summer? I've already, you know, I've only got like one or two hats that I reach for. What can I change? And so I was looking at what kind of you know, straw hats are out there and oh. one of those. And then, then you, the more you end up looking at what's out there, you inadvertently go down the rabbit hole. In this case, you can't really get mm-hmm. the rabbit to come out of the hat. Uh, (laughs) so when you say straw hat though are you talking more western or sombrero what kind of straw hat can you describe it in this case i went with a panama hat i started out with a panama hat i would then later add western hats to it but uh part of it too was the fact that i'd been to panama before and even though i knew Mm. that they weren't originally from panama they were woven in ecuador it just kind of was a neat little name plus you can always just play the van halen song in your head which is pretty cool (laughs) but exactly but it's one thing to say panama hat it's another to say well what kind of hat is it specifically and that's why i thought it was fitting that you said fedora in the beginning kelly because that's what the majority of them are at least from what i've seen that style i i feel like this is one point where i'm i'm blind so i'm not sure what your setup there looks like but i can picture you like surrounded by like a bunch of your favorite hats right now is is that close to the truth or are, are they stowed away somewhere uh well we brought them out for television most of the time they kind okay. of hang neatly on hooks or yeah. out of the way yes. so not that they just kind of there when mm. you want them but uh for for the for the viewing audience we brought them do, out here do you have any funny stories i'll tell you mine i was wearing a hat at the beach last summer and it was super sunny and i was just lying down closing my eyes so i figured i'm just going to put my hat over my face to kind of shield my eyes but i was still operating my phone and i had a bunch of people like staring at me like what is this person doing how is he operating his phone without being able to see it and that's always fun to mess with people a little bit isn't it do you have any funny stories about hats like that or losing a hat finding it i don't know having a blow off and landed someone's lunch (laughs) Um, sometimes that was the the biggest thing as soon as I got one, if it was the right size, you know, or if it was the wrong size, what could I do so that it Mm. wouldn't blow off because, but then that's the other thing too. That kind of brings up the whole, well, how often do you think about what size is my hat? You think about sort of what size are your shirts, your, your, your pants, your jackets, but you never really think about your head size. Um, and of course, like anything else, there's the metric and imperial and ways of measuring Mm. them. So you don't know. And then it's like, well, if you don't know and you know what to look for so that kind of also just kind of fed into this whole curiosity of hat styles uh yeah, i guess yeah the medium large thing sometimes doesn't cut it because you need more of that and the hats vary depending on where you're going to how you should properly wear it on your head that's another thing too brim up brim down lean it backwards lean it forward straight straight up top yeah. what's your natural tendency to wear something you know, for me, I tend to wear, you know, hats very low. So sometimes if it's a lower crown, I might like push it up or then you got to adjust it that way. So it's always a bit of a process once you get one. Okay. You mentioned the sun hat. Is that the one that, I, I what, what hat is the one that actually had no top? They were open. It was almost like a rim around your head with a brim. I, I remember people calling those sun hats, but I think of more, I thought, well, God, if you're out in the sun, this isn't going to give you protection from, you know, yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, maybe just a visor, because I know the baseball hat ones are visors. I wondered if the ones that are kind of brim all around 
I thought those were called that. But going back, thank you, Harini, appreciate that. Uh, going back to your baseball remark, Jeff, I had to wonder if a lot of stuff with baseball hats was because of advertising. Right. You could make it wasn't just, hey, this is a Los Angeles Dodgers hat or, or a Toronto Blue Jays hat, whatever. The, so many companies, Snap-on Tools, for example, were, the, were really popular years ago for those hats for people to casually wear. And I, I had to wonder if that's what I don't look good in baseball hats. So I, I, I you know, you're hard pressed to find me wearing one. But, um, it, you know, you wondered if that's some of the things that that people thought about. Would you take us on a little walkthrough and describe some of the hats so we can show those up on the screen for those who can see them and fill us in for those of us who may not necessarily know what they are. Okay, so we, we started with the summer hat kind of collection. We spent some time there uh, with, the, with the sort of bucket hat and the Panama straw hat. Uh, what kind of happened next is I was like, okay, I've got this really cool looking hat for the summer, but it'd be nice to have something that looked like that for the sort of winter or the the, the spring fall season that was more right. of a different material and so i in in searching for a place to, to find something like that i found a, a hat shop that long story short small world the owner ended up having ties with uh my own extended family and he saw this the 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 panama hat from the summer and he recommended this really nice black fedora with uh you know, with a snap rim, a bow on top, and it has, I guess, kind of like a sort of godfather sort of look to it. But, you know, I mean, how many people wear fedoras and how has the fedora changed over the years? You know, it started out as a right. women's hat and then yes. it was, you know, eventually men picked it up and then it was worn all the way, you know, kind of became from the rich man's or even the stage to just everyday, everyday man. Everyone left this house with a fedora on and hmm. uh, eventually that would change. We can it's that in a bit but then uh so with with the, there's different types of fedoras different different brim sizes different crown heights different like the different top height top heights excuse me uh crown shapes uh but the 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 felt and the straw one were kind of about the same with just a little bit more pinched in on the front where your where your eyes would be uh, kind of having a more Western look to it. So if you saw like a standard uh, sort of cowboy hat with the rectangular top, if you will, it's all a little like that. Uh, but then kind of became more the, the, the oval tops, the telescope as they call them, so pork pies and even gambler, which is a Western style, but mm -hmm. having those same kind of properties. Um, such one hat that is here. And again these all sort of came out of curiosity and uh your face shape that's another thing you don't really mm -hmm. think about your face shape too much when uh uh when when going about your business but for for hats and especially sunglasses what kind of or even just glasses in general what would look and feel best on your face um there's kind of guides for what would go well if you have a, a, an oval style face, an oval shaped face, a round shaped face, or a, 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 a diamond face. And uh, that kind of helps you go from there. So yeah, uh, from there. So we got the, we got the, 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 the fedora, the pork pie, the gambler, and uh, a couple of winter hats too. We got, uh, we got toques, lots of toques that we all know and love. And then, uh, 
some uh, fur hats. The, the, nice. the winter hat style is interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I'm super uncomfortable thinking about what is my face shape, what is my face size, what is my head size. I don't know why, but is that just is that just me or is anyone else? A little no, I think like that was that me knowing too. the size, right? And you're not sure what that means. Is that a minus a plus? Like, does that say something I know, about me? That's it. Wow, uh, Jeff, it's how many exact- hats do you have in total? Do you know, in total probably I, about. All of them in total, maybe 13, 14, which doesn't sound like a lot, but some of them can stow away easier and some of them you, you have to hang. And uh, yes. again, this was only something that has developed over the past three, four years. If you'd asked me several years ago, I would have just said, no, nah, the hat is just a hat. No, for whatever it is. Do you wear them outside or do you have any that you don't wear? Um, I do my best to wear all of them. I don't like to buy something that I won't use. Uh, sometimes I, w- I might only wear some of the more uh, some of the more bold ones when it either like I have another straw hat, for example, not with me at the moment, but uh, it's a gambler style, a Western style, and it has a similar straw feeling to the Panama one, but with a more um, oval crown on the top. Um, so it looks like awesome. the, the gamblers that were shown on television earlier. That one is more like a, you know, a, a, a pilgrim style, if you'd want to call it that, for for lack of a better term. That's just kind of what comes to mind. But that Fantastic. is more for me, oh my like God. a <laughs> yeah. chat, like a yeah. like a, or even just a, a you know, a round on the a lazy day on the deck on during the summer. Uh, environment is a big one too. You might not wear. Uh, some Western hats or bowler hats in the city, but once you go out to uh, to, the, to the country or to the, you know out west, you know it's a very different scene out there and and more acceptable or or it fits in. Jeff, I could go on for hours going with this. This is <laughs> I love I love the research. We're out of time. Thanks a lot for coming on board and doing this today, and have fun with the collecting. I I think hats are are really cool. Something that I've always enjoyed since I was a child, and and uh, not so much collected then, um, but it's it's so interesting to learn about and through pop culture. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, this is interesting for me too. We'll see what happens. Jeff Rainey joining us to talk about his hat collection right here on Collections, and we do this once a month here on the program. Uh, he says he's got 13 or 14. I think I have one, and I don't even know where it is. Coming up next, we're going <laughs> to wrap up the show. <laughs> we're going to wrap up the show and find out what's going on now with Dave Brown tomorrow. Please hang out. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.